The topics and information discussed in this podcast are no substitute for the advice and guidance you can receive from your own GP or care practitioners. If you have any medical concerns, always seek the advice of your GP or pharmacist. Episode 6 of the Preventative Healthcare Podcast. I can't quite believe it, but we made it. Who would have thought? (laughs) I know. And the feedback has been so great. Yes, we have to thank you all for all your positive reviews and kind words. Really good of you to take the time to reach out to us. Yes, I'd like to say thank you too. So what brings us together today, Karen? Well, Lara, it's one of the most talked about vitamin deficiencies of all time. In fact, it's thought that so much of the population is deficient that some health authorities don't even test for it anymore. They just presume that everyone's deficient. Furthermore, Becca, our next case study, was completely shocked that she was deficient, not just in this vitamin, but something else as well. Yeah, I know. Becca had not expected to receive the test results that she had when she popped into the London House of Wellbeing because she felt fine. And so therein lies a tale. I think, shall we put our listeners out of their suspense and let them listen to our case study? Great idea. Here is Becca's story. I have been practicing yoga for upwards of 10 years now um, and it's been it's been a journey. I I started off as a little bit of a grumpy teenager. My mum didn't really know what to do with me and she said, "Come along to this yoga class, try it with me." And I really didn't get it. I and it's funny saying that as a yoga teacher. Um people assume yeah, you've got this very sort of Zen energy and you've always been into yoga and you've grown up with it. But I really butted against it. Um, I'm a very active person. I've always loved kind of hit, spin, really high intensity cardio. And so I just didn't it didn't gel with me. And I it's obviously part of maturity, but also it was something that I always came back to. So yoga practice and the meditation, the meditative elements they they've always grounded me and they've always kind of come back in either difficult times or or really really positive times they've just been a lovely thing that I've always come back to um and so I think that's where yeah that's certainly where the the yoga came from and as I've learned as I've learned more about it through just my own practice but then also going through my yoga teacher training there is so much like it's such a deep and rich amazing practice and so many health benefits both physical and mental so we're going to be sequencing from a warm-up into a lovely sun salutation flow Hi, I am Becca Sandler, a holistic wellness coach based in southwest London and I launched Balance with Becca, my holistic wellness coaching business, last September in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic um, after being made redundant. And it has been a whirlwind. Um, It's been absolutely crazy, but in the best way. So in terms of really wanting to go for a a couple of tests with the London House of Wellbeing, um, I 
have obviously started Balance with Becca and it has been so full on. And I know that there is certainly a level of fatigue and feeling quite um, run down to a degree. But as a wellness practitioner, it is just so, so imperative to me to practice what I preach. So I think in terms of wanting to just kind of take control of my health and be able to really be told by a professional as well. I think that's super, super valuable and super important. And so I decided that I would love to be tested for vitamin D and also iron. And I found out to my to my slight surprise that I was deficient in both iron and vitamin D. And so it was it was just really interesting to then have that knowledge. And it was quite empowering, I suppose, to know that as a coach, I really do trust my intuition and my intuition for my own self in that scenario was correct, that I was more than just a little bit sleep deprived, but there was actually something going on physically in my body. And so that was super interesting. And just being able to then choose how I wanted to react was a very, it was a very, as I said, empowering place to be. So once I had got these results, it was a really lovely conversation that I had with the pharmacist that I saw. And she was just explaining how there are over-the-counter supplements that I can start taking as and when I desire of both vitamin D and the iron. Um, And also she advised that it would be really useful to eventually book in a GP appointment. So that was just super digestible, easy. There was no kind of catastrophizing, but also it was just lovely to have a very open, friendly, honest conversation about where I can go next. So in terms of where I'm going next, I've started um, taking vitamin D and also a liquid iron supplement that has vitamin C in it because that helps absorb the iron. So yeah, it's been really enlightening. My philosophy on health is also very much my philosophy on my business in that it is a holistic approach. Being able to tune in and really know what's going on and having that awareness, I think, is super important. I would say to anyone that is kind of nervous to take that control and harness change, I suppose, at its core, that it doesn't have to be drastic and lots and lots of words are thrown around aren't they in terms of personal development and holistic living and all of these things but really really all I mean by that is that everything we do affects everything that we do so if someone was to start walking around the block every day although that could seem like a big feat if you just put one foot in front of the other it it will start to become a habit holistic to me is It's taking the whole experience, whether that be health, whether that be diet, whether that be professional prowess, all of these things make up us and how we live and how we move through life. And so in terms of being able to really peel back the layers and get a little bit more clarity around what is driving us, why the why, I know everyone always talks about the why, but I think it's so important to be able to take back control and really make that lasting change.
Well, how interesting was that? <laughs> that was really very interesting and really unexpected. Yes, thank you for sharing your story with us, Becca. What is weird is that Becca didn't have any real symptoms other than the usual tiredness, which, you know, we all suffer from. Yes, I know. The symptoms of vitamin D can include getting sick or having frequent infections, fatigue, bone or back pain, depression impaired wound healing, bone loss, or even hair loss. And some people even suffer from muscle pain. So if anyone's experiencing any of those symptoms, it really is a good idea to get it checked out. Yes, a deficiency in vitamin D can result from inadequate exposure to sunlight, inefficient production in the skin, not enough vitamin D in your diet, and health conditions that can affect it including gastrointestinal disorders, renal diseases and liver diseases. The good thing is, is that it can be easily treated with tablets or capsules. You start with a loading dose for six, between six to 12 weeks, and then you can move on to a maintenance dose of 1,000 units a day. You can also find vitamin D is found in a small number of foods. Sources include things like oily fish, salmon, sardines, herring and mackerel, for example, red meat, liver, egg yolks, fortified foods such as some fat spreads and breakfast cereals. So it's really quite easy to deal with. On the other hand, what is iron deficiency? Well, anemia occurs when you have a decreased level of haemoglobin in your red blood cells. Haemoglobin is the protein in your red blood cells that's responsible for carrying oxygen to your tissues. While the condition may be common, many people don't know they have iron deficiency anemia, as in Becca's case. It's possible to experience the symptoms for years without actually knowing the cause. Some symptoms of iron deficiency can be similar to vitamin D deficiency and include tiredness and lack of energy, shortness of breath, noticeable heartbeats and pale skin. Less common symptoms are headaches, ringing in the ears, food tasting strange, feeling itchy, a sore tongue, hair loss. You notice more hair coming out when you're brushing or washing your hair, finding it hard to swallow or painful open sores. You can also have something called restless leg syndrome. There are quite a lot of symptoms, but again, once detected, they can be treated quite easily by taking iron supplements, as Becca did, in so many different forms, such as tablets, liquid, or even sachets. One of my favourites to recommend is Floridex liquid, as it's full of iron, as well as other vitamins and minerals. Yes, I recommend that one too. And another point to mention is that iron is absorbed more efficiently in the presence of vitamin C, as Becca mentioned. And so a product called Ferrograd C is very popular. That's right. Yeah, I think it's also worth noting here that if symptoms were to persist and no improvement was made or indeed other symptoms occur, it could be where iron deficiency is concerned, be something more sinister. Yes, you're right. And I think that now is the perfect time to bring in our resident doctor to talk about what that could be. Dr. Vidya, welcome once again. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me back. Uh, it's great to be back. I hope you've both been well. Yeah, we have. It's lovely to have you back. How have you been? So yeah, it's been uh, really interesting because um, I've returned for maternity leave a little bit later. 
that I was actually anticipating with everything going on uh, because my mom, uh, you know, looks after little ones as well. Uh, but it's been really exciting now. I'm actually exploring digital healthcare as a GP and various platforms, and it's a, a beautiful way to to be to be healing really, um, and a great way to help. I think with the quality of healthcare as well. Many patients saying, you know, I wasn't able to see my GP, and it's great to be able to support those surgeries um, as well, uh, rather than them having to go to A&E as well so it's been it's been really interesting I'm on a I'm on a learning journey myself as well (laughs) (laughs) but it's always great to try out new roles and new things um Mm -hmm. and I just think it sort of like uh gives you a new avenue to go down and to learn new experiences so that's a good thing altogether I think so what did you think about Becca's story and how she talked about being in control and being empowered? What did you think? Well, I absolutely loved it. So it's really <laughs> my own heart because, uh, because as you know, I'm a coach as well. Um, I'm very much in the in the holis- holistic healing space, especially around uh, mental empowerment. And I think it's it, she really hit the nail on the head, you know, in terms of it really is about that self-control, that self-empowerment is the pathway to self-healing, but using adjuncts, uh, which are things that obviously provide like the testing, supplementation, you know, obviously in an appropriate way. Um, As I always say to my patients, you are in control. You are like the conductor of orchestra, right? Um, And that's how you should feel um, and actually, yoga is phenomenal for this because there's a beautiful technique called grounding, you know, so that whatever's happening, sort of even internally, externally, with whatever change is going on, you're always very grounded, very centered, very in control. So, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Well, listening to Becca's story, it seemed quite a straightforward, quick process that led to her being able to take steps to improve her well being. And it was all the more interesting because she wasn't expecting the results. Yeah, I think this is the mindset we hope to change. It's all about prevention. Don't necessarily wait until you have your symptoms before you act. It's like you're almost trying to be ahead of the curve, if you like, and just act, especially when it comes to your health. Yeah, I think I think this is where the understanding of your own body right and your own mind is really important you know I'm often telling my uh, my patients and clients about how the most important relationship is obviously with everyone else as well but it is actually with yourself you know and understanding your own health understanding when something's not quite right you know you're often the first one to notice that isn't it that's when then someone books an appointment with their GP or for testing Um, but often sometimes people do say oh you know like I was feeding something off a couple of months but you know, sometimes they are vague symptoms, aren't they? And it can be it can be a difficult one. And then, of course, people don't want to go the other way in terms of feeling, you know, you because, you know, we do have Munchausen syndromes and other things where you can almost be super anxious about your health and that can really be quite debilitating. So it's a careful balance. But I think if you're very self-empowered with self-control, that's part of your responsibility, isn't it, of looking after your own health. Absolutely. And testing is a is a great way to do that. Yes, yeah. And what we should touch on as well, especially with iron deficiency, are the things it can be a sign of or what can happen if it's not treated? Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad you've mentioned that because there are, um, you know, certain things that we do need to be very, um, 
responsible in ensuring that we send people to their GP to have urgent tests. So especially with iron deficiency, it can sometimes be, but obviously not always, a sign of uh, bleeding um, inside. Things like, um, you know, a polyp, an ulcer, um, which could have been bleeding over some time in the colon or in testes. And sometimes this could be a sign um, of cancer. So I'm not trying to be alarming, but obviously it's important to, to ensure that, okay, it's low, probably is your supplementation but it's really important to see my GP just to ensure sometimes what I do as a GP is I might do some further tests and obviously we'd examine uh, but obviously they know you well and if there's any doubt they will do further investigations or just reassure you that actually yes it's perfectly fine to carry on with supplementations other things like other medicines you know pain relievers like aspirin ordinary things you can buy over the counter can also cause bleeding in the stomach like ulcers and iron deficiency you know so I think it's just important just to be aware of of these other things as well yes and I would imagine it's really important once deficiency is detected to regularly monitor iron levels and probably also worth mentioning that women especially can suffer from low iron levels as in women of childbearing age, the most common cause of iron deficiency anemia is loss of blood, loss of iron in the blood due to heavy menstruation or pregnancy. Yeah, that's right. And do you think or have you come across in your experience that iron and vitamin D level issues are more prevalent now, especially vitamin D? Have you seen that? Absolutely, yes. I think, to be honest, you know, it's funny, I had this other comment the other day from somebody who mentioned, oh, it feels like everything's on the rise these days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think what actually um, that transcribes is that people are more health aware aware now, right? Health conscious, but I think in a very positive, it's great, it's brilliant. People take more responsibility for their health. They're feeling more in control, right? Like, wow, there's a lot I can do. Like I I can't, or should I take supplements? Oh, let me go and get a test from the doctor. Or maybe this, you know, maybe this test might show, you know, some other things. So this is good because it's a great um, opportunity for health promotion um, as well. We've got these brilliant, you know, podcasts like what you're doing. So it's great <laughs> to, uh, you know, people aren't just, it's not just testing, it's, it's part of a wider educational journey, you know. And one thing I did really want to mention was, uh, just before I go on to talking about specifically about the awareness, was, you know, we talked about the uh, menstruation and pregnancy, particularly with women and iron deficiency. And I think that is something where, you know, especially with women, sometimes it's very easy to pass something off with yourself as sort of, or others to do it to you as sort of, oh, well, you know, it's probably because of my heavy periods, you know, that I'm tired, or, or it's probably because of this, because of that. Yeah, you get a test done and just check check the levels. Um, and also, it, you know, and also um, to check, you know, the, the, the hormone levels and, and to see if sometimes something more is needed. And again, not having anxiety sometimes it's, it, it isn't more than that but you can also have those symptoms um controlled as well with the with the awareness side of things yes more people are getting tests done so because of that a lot of people are being seen to be vitamin d sort of insufficient or sometimes deficient and with the iron as well but it's because people are taking more responsibility for their health which is which is brilliant i'm really pleased about yes yeah Well, I think it's also important to look at the diet as well, as this would obviously have a major impact on levels also. Definitely. It's a combination, isn't it? I mean, supplements are great to help you on your way, but long term, diet is very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's interesting because we are witnessing a huge um, evolution and revolution, I would say, in terms of 
uh, food, right? Because it, it's actually quite a cultural thing. And, and I don't mean this in terms of what culture you are or what race you are, but just even just wherever you live or the way you've lived your life, um, obviously, obviously those things have an impact. But, um, you know, I, you know, sometimes I grew up thinking, oh, it's all about meat and dairy and, and, uh, and that side of things. And actually, I've completely changed now. We're, we're predominantly plant based um, in my family. Uh, now and again, my mum will try and slip in, you know, a mutton curry. Perception, you know, of um, isn't isn't there? You know, is oh, you've just had a baby, and you know, it's red meat, and it's good for your eye levels, and that sort of thing. So she's not she's not wrong. It's just interesting that it's it's the perception that that's the only way to get to get iron, um, and equally that uh, if you're vegan or plant-based or vegetarian you have low iron levels um but again there are certain individuals who will um have low for example i know we're not talking about you know b12 but because you're mentioning diet they will have that because like because again it depends on what kind of food you're eating so in general if you have like a a wide variety you know everything in moderation as i i like to say that's normally the best the best way to go but gone are the days where it's just about dairy and meat you know i think we're learning more about that uh, from in, in society as well right well thank you very much dr vidya for all your insights it seems like the perfect place to wrap up episode six yeah no that was great thank you so much it's an absolute pleasure as always thank you we also want to thank Becca for sharing her story with us all and we really hope that you were able to enjoy what she had to say and learn something from her experience. Yeah, Becca was great and I love the fact that she felt empowered by her whole experience. Taking control of your health is exactly what we want this podcast to help you with. Do let us know what you think of our podcast and leave us a review. We really do value your feedback, good and bad. Plus, it would be lovely if you could let us know health topics or ideas regarding health that you would like us to cover. Yes, that would be lovely. So if you want to contact us, you can email us at info at thehouseofwellbeing.co.uk or visit our website, which is www.thehouseofwellbeing.co.uk or just simply pop in for a chat at 200 Relton Road, Hernhill, which is right opposite Hernhill Station. Thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.